turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Lift falls below its IPO price on its second day of trading. A little bit of a gut check for companies coming public like Uber, Slack, and Pinterest. We work in others. It was an oversubscribed IPO. It popped higher. Trade around 90 bucks. Ducky, duck, 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 duck. But it's falling today. Back below $72. Which is kind of maybe the investor base isn't exactly. Uh, maybe they're expecting a faster push. But this is a gut punch. And you've got almost a trillion dollars of money out there. Just floating around. Where does it go? Lyft revealed a loss of over $900 million in regulatory filings ahead of its IPO. So it's been pretty well known that those are money. The thing that's upset a lot of people is when you ask Lyft, how you can make money? They don't really say a lot. Exactly, Tom. Calm down now. Sit on the couch. Don't jump up and down on the couch. There's other companies that are starting to come public or want to come public. One of them is called Palantir. Got a huge contract with the defense program, and it's you know a lot of their business does substantial contracts on artificial intelligence, data intelligence, and the government. So they've been uh, rumored at potentially doing an IPO this year. But then you get into that whole CIA-backed venture capital organization, and you're like, hmm. Yeah, there's a big uh, scandal on Elon Musk, not Elon Musk, the other billionaire, Jeff Bezos, and his phone. And a lot of people think his phone was hacked by the Saudis. Well, not a lot of people, but his security guy said his phone was hacked by the Saudis. And there's an Israeli company that they're basically in the business of hacking phones. And their business model is like, whoa, hey, big government, any government, fill in government name here. There's dangerous people out there, and we want you to be able to watch them. Business models. Whoa. Are you with me against me? Whoa. Whoa. One more whoa. There you go. Thank you. Monster Jam returns to Levi Stadium on Saturday, April 13th, for a night of adrenaline-packed family entertainment. Tickets, 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 tickets. Wheels, 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 wheels. Some of the most recognizable monster trucks, including Gravedigger, Max D, and many, many, many more. World-class drivers pushing those big rigs, those big, perfectly engineered, perfect Marvel masters of jam trucks that they are, to their limits. They're going to run over small cars. I'm pretty sure of it. If we're lucky, maybe Grave Digger will like, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything negative about the people from L.A. But maybe Grave Digger will knock out L.A. on their way up. L.A.? L.A. Where are you from? I'm from L.A. L.A. So Monster Jam trucks and their limits. Tickets. You visit MonsterJam.com. It's MonsterJam.com. I'd be going, but I'll be out of town. Winter sheets. Well, we got tickets, 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 tickets right now. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Levi Stadium, great stadium, Monster Jam, great event, Saturday, April 13th, 
More information at kdow.com or monsterjam.com. That's monsterjam with no jelly.com. Apple's cut its prices on many of its products in China. Man, this is going to be fun watching Apple the next couple of years as they go from a hardware company. How many units do they sell? To a services company, what are their profit margins? Have you ever bought insurance like on a phone and then it never broke? And the one time you don't buy insurance on a phone, it breaks? Well, that's the service model. That's part of it. Retirement crisis in the United States. Headline news with Dan Rather. Retirement crisis in the United States. The three legs of retirement, private savings, pensions, and Social Security, all are in dire shape. The average account on a 401k for someone 65 and older is $58,000. Hey, Alex, I'll take the average account of investor age. What is $58,000 and 35 buckaroos? That's correct. hi all. I've got cancer and I'm dying. Okay, now I'm mixing my game shows. Hi-O was obviously Johnny Carson's sidekick, Ed McMahon. He did Star Search. Star Search connected to Jeopardy. I don't know how, but then, okay, so there you go. Invest in you, ready, set, grow. I'm going to do a 52-week financial wellness initiative to get you to retirement. No, 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 no. But it is April, and that means it's Financial Literacy Month. Americans can sure use help with retirement. And how? When my daddy was a little boy, there was private savings. And sometimes you'd buy an orange, an avocado orchard. Sometimes you'd buy an oil well. Sometimes you'd buy a house. Sometimes you'd just buy things, right? So there was private savings. There was pensions. You worked for the avocado growers group of alpaca. And they gave you a pension. You worked 20, 30 years. They'd say, hey, we'll pay for your retirement. We'll give you 10% of what you made each year in retirement. Thank you. Thank you. But pensions have gone away. Social Security is getting weaker and weaker. Rabbit, I'm not feeling so good. I'm going to stay home today. Dude, just use your real voice. You're not really sick. Yeah, I'm really sick. <laughs> so everything feels weak. Social Security, pensions, and savings. The account value for an investor 65 and older, it's too anemic. Too anemic. So again, there's different types of account values. Um, and there's what are called super savers, people who like get up to the millions and that creates a median balance way lower super savers kind of skew it most americans should expect to live in their 80s and that's not great how much you can have in social security it's not going to be much maybe your social security will cover your medicare and your um, medical costs it ain't covering your rent it ain't covering your food it ain't covering your trips you're gonna be eating beanie weenies on the beach only problem is you're not gonna actually have a place on the beach you're just gonna be eating them there because well there's a free picnic table social security about $1,400 a month, $17,000 a year, pre-tax, pre-sales tax as well, depending on what state you live in. Personal savings, pension, Social Security. People don't have very much right now. Invest in you. Invest in you. Ready, set, grow. I promise never to do a show like that. But if I did, you know, tough on you. U.S. measles cases surpassed 2018 totals in just three months as outbreaks spread across four states. We must contain the measles outbreak. Get out the Darwinian wood chipper. New York's Rockland County last week banned unvaccinated children from public places. I can't believe it. And again, I'm not going to get the whole vaxxer thing. My personal opinion on vaccinations is um, it's good. Just don't do them all at once. It's good. Just spread them out. Um, I don't believe in this carrot or a stick thing. I don't. I, I think you protect people. So anyway, 
I know you're saying thank you for your opinion, Rob. And when I ask for it next time, I'll be talking to your, your derriere, your romp, because that's what I think of your opinion. Did you hear Peeps Donut and Marshmallow Flavored Coffee are at Dunkin' Donuts now? Woohoo! Hello, diabetes! I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. The U.S. has been littered with horrifying events. I think that's fair to say, from slavery to nuclear bombs. It's been around. Mussolini's granddaughter is slamming Jim Carrey because Jim Carrey kind of did a Mussolini thing with Donald Trump in one of his paintings. The granddaughter of World War II era, Italian dictator Benito Mussolini declared war on Jim Carrey. Her last name is Alessandra Mussolini. If you had a last name like Mussolini, maybe you'd change it, I would think. As did the Mengele's, as did the Hitler's. I would think that name would just go away in history, right? Um, so, at one point in time, Jim Carrey got asked, you know, he said something like, if you're wondering what fascism looks like, you know, just look, ask Benito Mussolini and his mistress Claretta. Um, and she comes back and she goes, Rosa Parks, Native American Indians, atom bomb, mushroom clouds. Like, America has its own history to hide, per se. And now we even have a darker one. I know you're saying, where are you going with this, Rob? Um, the Keebler Elves. Long lost secret of American retail and history is the Keebler Elves and how we've basically created slave labor out of those little Keebler Elves. And to cover up our deep, dark secret in America, we've decided to sell the Keebler Elves. I know you're saying, is this possible? The company that owns the Keebler Elves, surprisingly, is selling them. And it gets kind of, it's one of those things where it's almost like a product switch. Um, it's not as big of a story as I'm making it. It's worthy of note. But mergers and acquisitions kind of happen. They, they oftentimes say M&A Monday. Let's see if anyone's putting themselves up for sale. And it's worthy of note. It's not the end-all, be-all top story of the day. But Kellogg has agreed to sell its Keebler and Famous Amos. Oh, boy. I'm not even going to the Famous Amos angle of the United States. But the Keebler Elves, um, here's a company that we used to, Kellogg said, hey, elves, go back in the woods, make more cookies. And they did. I want more fudgies. And they did. So Kellogg's agreed to sell its Keebler and Famous Amos brands for $1.3 billion. Now, we recently saw Kraft have a massive problems with Oscar Mayer as their brand. And they had to write down the value of it. I throw it down there because it, sometimes there's accounting intangibles that you're not going to be able to account on. How do you know the brand's worth $1.3 billion? And they're being sold to uh, Italian chocolate maker, Ferraro. So, you know, when you're talking about the brand of a fruit snack or a cookie, they do the cookies manufactured for the Girl Scout cookies, by the way. The business had total net sales of about five, $900 million, operating profits of about $75 million. And they're being acquired for about $1.3 billion on the brand. Um, not a crazy valuation, but Ferraro is basically trying to say, we want to aggressively expand in the United States. One thing we have in the United States is a consumer. And we, we, we're willing to switch our tastes a little bit here and there, right? Um, sometimes we go from milk chocolate to dark chocolate. You're saying Ferraro's biggest product out there. What is it? What is it? I need to know. Well, now they got the Keebler Elves to help make Tic Tacs. Oh, boy. Um, but they're stepping up their expansion plans. 
And they're buying some of Nestle's candy business, including Crunch and Butterfinger for $2.8 billion. You see how kind of like the whole business plan, sometimes you have to stop and say, this company is worth this because they have this brand that will forever be able to sell Crunch Bars and Butterfingers. I'm not sure who buys Crunch Bars or Butterfingers because I kind of feel like those are dinosaurs. Like Jurassic Park. One day we'll be in Jurassic Park and we'll go, look, it's the Butterfinger chocolate bar. We used to eat things that were made of butter and caramel and crunch. We didn't even know what the hell crunch was, but it is what it is. So anyway, um, Kellogg is struggling if you take a look at the stock in the last year or so. So they're trying to say, hey, Wall Street, we're selling off some of our struggling brands, or we're selling off some brands to raise some cash, to pay down some debt, to plan some new initiatives. Two companies on a Monday meet at a crossroads, Kellogg and Ferraro. And Ferraro's going, we're going to expand, and Kellogg says, we're going to contract. And maybe Wall Street will say, growth, 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 expand. Or maybe Wall Street will say, you know, um, chug the debt, chug, you know, drink, uh, pay, down debt, pay down the debt, pay down the debt, pay down the debt, pay down the debt. That's out there. Dunkin' Donuts. Going to serve new Peeps Donuts. Really? Like, every week does it have to be a new burger or a new something? Essentially, yes. Because millennials always are changing their mind. No joke, Dunkin' Donuts announced that it's going to release a new Peeps Donut and marshmallow-flavored coffee today, April 1st. No joke. We don't joke here in Germany. No joke. It's not funny. Peeps are serious business. So the Peeps... Donut um, is a thing. And when I look at a Peeps Donut, and I'm looking at one right now, it just says diabetes. It's just saying diabetes to me. It's saying you're going to lose a leg. If I eat a Peeps Donut from Dunkin' Donuts, I'm going to be the legless financial guy. Which, for the record, that could be my new shtick. I could be peg leg, um, peg leg black. Arr, matey. Anyway, totally interesting yet again. Can you tell the drugs are kicking in? <laughs> I don't do drugs. U.S. retail sales unexpectedly eased in February. Declines in grocery stores and building materials. You know, one of the things that's really not brought up in a lot of the retail sales numbers and consumer confidence numbers is sometimes just people are a little burned out. And for me, February was a month of snow and skiing and packing and unpacking and snow and skiing. It was epic. It was monolithic. It was, it was done. Dun, dun. Um, so sometimes my, my retail sales go down a bit. And if you ski, I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm not, I really don't want to go to a restaurant. You see, like Sometimes we have to be a little bit sensitive with our control groups on retail sales, and you have to give them three months. That's like why any sort of data that I give, I try to say the trend. And I try to go three-month three or one year. Seven of the 13 major categories show declines. That's more than half, right? And categories can be things like autos and gas stations and soft lines and hard line retail. But there is a slow one. There is a slow one for sure. Um, I'm not predicting recession. I'm not in the business of predictions. I'm in the business of like managing scenarios to get us to retirement. I hope you'll join me there. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Give me a call, 415-378. Oops. Uh, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Elon Musk's rap song is in my head. 
Happy April Fools. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Hey, everyone. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Costco stock is trading near a record and one director has been selling. Former chief financial officer Sue Decker has been selling the warehouse retailer shares this year for the first time since joining the board in 2004. Okay, two things there, right? She's been there since 2004 and she's selling shares for the first time since then. Can't read too much into that, right? If you held a stock for 15 years and you want it to go buy a, a Bugatti, a Maserati, a Lamborghini, or a loser's car like a Tesla, you could. I don't blame you. Now, if she'd been there two years and she's selling everything she owns, you'd be like, whoa, whoa, what's, what's she know? Is there a fire? So Costco stock shares are up 19% for the year. And some people say it's never too late to buy. Costco director, though, is selling. So it brings up the question, why? And with the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, you have to let them know what your plans are. Decker did not make herself um, available for comment. So at this point in time, it's speculation. Ifs and buts were candy and nuts. Oh, what a party we'd have. If she sold them because she knows the Dark Lord is running the company, woohoo! Let's follow her on the way out. But maybe she just sold them to diversify and send her kid to college. Instead of, you know, the old fashioned Lori Lachlan way, you buy your way in. She's actually sending in a Dill Ray Me check. She's 56 years old. She's Berkshire Hathaway's youngest director. She served on Warren Buffett's board since 2007. Her only open market purchase of Costco was in 2005. And she's made money on it. So that's one of those stories where you can look at the headline and make it a boogeyman. Or you can look at the headline and go, I get it. Because she's not talking. Talk to the elbow because the hand's not listening. Or talk to the hand because the elbow's not listening, right? And, eh, 1994 reference. No one understands. So Netflix is in the news yet again as a stock to watch. I, I do admit that like sometimes when I see what's like coming up in Netflix next month, I'm, I'm like, I wonder if I'll like that one. It's pretty hit or miss for me, right? But Netflix quarterly financial results come Thursday, April 11th. Thursday, Tuesday, April 16th. So that's that's something on the earnings calendar. Analysts are split on whether Apple's streaming service will make a big enough dent in Netflix business or not. We won't hear about that this quarter. But soon, soon, dark one. We'll hear about it. Walt Disney, Investor Day, speak of the dark one. The mouse. Disney is the house that the mouse built. They're going to do a webcast. I highly recommend on April 11th you listen to the webcast. Because you know what I think we're going to hear? We're going to And just Google. And don't ask me. Don't be the laziest person in the world. Google Walt Disney April 11th webcast. I bet they're going to talk a lot about streaming video. GameStop in the news tomorrow. They're going to have a webcast, their quarterly earnings report. They recently hired a new CEO. And you've got some unhappy investors. So typically, I'm not going to say typically, but I think the business model of going to a store to buy a cartridge or a CD or a DVD of the game is kind of over, or it should be dying. And some of the gaming retailers are saying, GameStop, we're not going to give you codes that for people to download, because you're the middleman, and we have to pay you. So we'll hear, like, if you open yourself up this afternoon, instead of watching, like, East Coast baseball game that, you know, you can slightly pay attention to with your right eye, even your dead, lazy right eye. You could probably watch the game through one eye while you're listening to the GameStop conference call tomorrow. Do it. Disney's got one on the 11th. Netflix has got one on the 16th. Verizon's got one coming up right around the corner. And all of these companies have big things to talk about. 
Verizon and AT&T are kind of going in different directions at this point in time. And I want to hear their conference call. I want to hear Verizon and like what they're doing with you know the whole DirecTV business, uh, going after business and Viacom, and will they try to be more of a Yahoo? Will they try to be more like what does what do they have up their sleeves? AT and T's in the news. So Verizon one day, the next day is AT and T conference call. I want to know like is DirecTV growing? Is it shrinking? I want to know about Time Warner. I want to know how Game of Thrones ends. My assumption is everyone dies, and that, that's that's what you get from me. So, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Everyone dies. I know you're saying glass half full, everyone dies. You don't even want to hear my glass half empty. Chipotle Mexican Grill quarterly results coming out on April 24th. So, April's got some stocks that I really want to hear more about their story. Chipotle Mexican Grill's got some new management. The stock's had a big run. How much further can it go? So, that's the thing that I love about my business. Beauty is my business, and I make you look good. I know you're saying, beauty's not your business. Retirement beauty is my business. Comcast quarterly financial results. Tone it down there, number 12. You don't have to hit a, uh, hit a sound effect on everything. Comcast quarterly financial results. Um, I, too, want to see. That's late April. So we're turning the calendar. Everything turns, 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 turns. Apple recently offered up a new candidate to the streaming video marketplace. Comcast versus Apple. Apple against Netflix. Netflix and Hulu. So you can kind of see how my afternoons are going to be spent in the month of April. I have some some stories and some questions written down about stocks that are reporting. And when they report, I want to hear their conference call to see if I can glean some answers. Still a sign of the apocalypse of Peeps Donut and marshmallow flavored coffee are coming to Dunkin' Donuts. Right outside the door, you can get a subscription or a prescription to a subscription. That's how all my my drugs, I take my drugs on subscription only after I get my prescription. So you can get a subscription to a prescription of metformin and other blood thinners. So anyhow, I'm digressing. Um, Wells Fargo, they just changed CEOs. And the reason I bring that up again is like, okay, this is easy enough for you to do. Uh, The Green Bay Packers, or are we even going to go to the 49ers? Are we going to go to the Raiders? A couple years ago, they fire their coaches. They bring in a new coach. How are they going to do that year? And you're like, I don't know. Maybe the new coach can get more out of the players. Or like, oh, I know. They're going to be the same old Raiders. So you'll have kind of like so some set opinions. Wells Fargo shares fell to a seven-week low on Friday after the sudden departure of CEO Tim Sloan. Less than three years after he took the helm from previous boss, John Stumpf. If you had a last name like Stumpf, I'd probably change it. Stumpf got booted after a nine-year tenure. Taking the blame for the opening the two million checking and banking accounts without customer consent. Two million. Woo. Can't be given bonuses to employees who have the ability to look at a computer screen and hit yes. Did producer number twelve want a credit card? No, 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 no. He should never have a credit card. And then the person at the counter is like, yes. And suddenly a credit card appears at, at number twelve's door. It's kind of against the law, people. Can't sign up people for a complex financial tool like a credit card without 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 their consent. Anyhow, Lyft left their IPO has fallen below their price. And this is one that's when it came public, people were like, I want I want an IPO. They're so pretty. You're so pretty. What a good show you put on tonight. You're in love with it. Now here's the question. People did a gut check over the weekend and they're like, eh, I'm a little worried about them. Now, trust me, Lyft is stuffed their next 90 days with positive press releases. Now, the question is, if Lyft continues to underperform, what's that do to other IPOs are lining up? 
stock was up 23% on Friday before it's back down 11% today. Remember, going up is exponentially different, more different than going down, right? Going down 50% means you have to go up 100% to get back to even. So the ride-hailing company is the first of a heavyweight class of tech companies, and I will be interested to see if how Lyft plays out in the next couple weeks because we also have Uber, Slack, Pinterest, WeWork, and others coming finally to go public. Zoom, 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 zoom. Let's go back to, no, I'm not going to sing that bad 90s song and get into issues with my company. Anyhow, airlines are coming back after system-wide outages. Yay, Apple slashes iPhone prices in China. Okay, there's a big question. The price cuts come as Apple has seen sales drops in China, leading to lower-than-expected revenue in the fourth quarter of 2018. Apple cuts prices on several products in China, including the iPhone, iPad, and AirPods. Uh, Tim Cook is, I'm not going to say he's a tough guy to read. I'm going to say... I don't think he answers good questions. I don't think he's good at answering questions. He doesn't give me confidence. Oh, the only problem we have in China is the iPhone. And then why are you cutting everything else prices? So according to customer service, anybody who bought an affected product from Apple in China within the past 14 days can get a refund. What? So they've got some sort of defect going on. And um, there's a value-added tax cut in China that's going into place. They've got the high-end X- iPhone XS and XS Max models. They're seeing a big cut in price. So you can get some money back if you've already bought one in China. And again, it goes to tell you, things aren't roaring at Apple, even though they've had a good uh, first quarter of 2019. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Yeehaw! Hey, is that the financial donkey making an appearance? The financial donkey meets the financial horse. Mm, the possibilities are limitless. Um, the big stories today, some airlines got like a computer glitch. Southwest, Delta, American, United, Alaska Air. Big slowdown in the U.S. system-wide. Stocks aren't falling apart. Retail's unexpectedly declined. Um, is this a bad sign for February? Because... We look at these on a month-by-month basis, and we look at it quarter-by-quarter and year-over-year. And cooler weather is probably to blame for a lot of the headwinds in the economy. But there's also some real problems, like smaller-than-expected tax refunds, global economic weakness, signs of global economic weakness. Now, do you want to go to France when it's like in its heyday and everyone's partying with champagne at the Lodge of the Chalet? Or do you want to go when things are destitute? Slow down, booming. Slow down, booming. Slow down, booming. It's always a big question. So when you have that perceived economic weakness, it could even like start to snowball. So smaller than expected tax refunds, global economic weakness, but yet we have rising wages right now and a stock market rally that creates kind of a, a faux sense of wealth, both on the upside and downside. And the higher wages, the generally solid employment numbers, and the stock market rally tend to say people are going to continue to consume in the future. You know, if I want to like get some sparkle in my life, I'd go, honey, let's sell some stock and go to Paris and take a selfie under the Eiffel Tower and show people that really don't care on Facebook. And she'll go, just give me a check. She doesn't even want to go. I got that going for me, which is nice. So auto sales are expected to hit their lowest level in four years, under $17 million, But there's still good demand for pickups. Again, I'm not a big auto stock guy. Sorry. Now, speaking of cars, let's jump to, pl- let's jump to planes. Planes, trains, and automobiles, right? A 737 MAX jet operated by Southwest Airlines 
made an emergency landing in Orlando. It was just basically a, a plane that was heading back to Cali to be benched for a while following two fatal crashes of that 737 MAX. So Southwest, did they, they escape a, a, a disaster because they knew how to escape a disaster? Does that show you that the plane, without the updated software, was actually flyable in disaster-like conditions, and maybe Ethiopia might have been poorly trained? Maybe they didn't get some sort of, like, I don't know. I can see both sides of that angle. I can tell you one thing, and only one thing. Citigroup resumed coverage of Boeing with a buy rating based on a multi-month grounding of the 737 MAX, saying it's a manageable fix. Lennar, the home builder. They said revenue missed expectations just by a skosh. Despite a 24% jump in new orders and a 30% increase in deliveries. I'm going to look into Lennar a little bit more. So when you look into Lennar, they're one of the big home builders in the United States. You also have to look in KB Home. KB Home reported profit that was ahead of expectations. So one company missed by a skosh, one company beat. Home builders' revenue, though, fell short of Wall Street forecast due to a decline in average selling prices. So KB Home's internal messaging, not as strong as Lennar's. And KB Home had a uh, loss last year. So they seem to be the sha- uh, shabbier. I'm Slim Shabby. Yes, I'm the real Slim Shabby. Amazon and Volkswagen. They're going to regret making a deal with Volkswagen. They formed a strategic partnership to create an industry cloud for automakers, which is what I've been saying. I need my car to connect to the cloud before I die, just so I could say I, I did it. And then maybe when I die, my brain will be transferred into my car. And I'll drive around and get revenge on all the... All the men and women I've loved before who traveled in and out my door. So Amazon and Volkswagen are working on a strategic industry cloud. There's something to be said for you can't have all these cars self-driving with maps if they're not using the same maps, right? You can't have all these cars self-driving and, and braking and uh, taking evasive maneuvers on each other unless they're sharing the same type of information. Ladies and gentlemen, a rare, strong opinion by Rob Black. Papa John's is being upgraded from sell to hold. The worst is over, according to Stifle Nicholas. Or we like to say Stifle Nicola. They upgraded the pizza chain stock to hold from buy, from hold to sell. Saying the worst is better in the company. What could be worse than having your founder get caught on audio using the N-word? What could be worse he says he was just trying to train employees, which is always going to be my excuse. Anytime you get caught, like, you're at dinner with your wife and her sister, and you're kind of looking at her sister, and her sister looks kind of good. Like, she's got, you know, she's, she's well-polished, and you go, later that night, you're, when your wife says, were you looking at my wife, or were you looking at my sister? And you go, of course I was looking at your sister. That's, that's what I've wanted to do since I've met you. So, meet aggressive with meet aggression with aggressive honesty because no one will believe aggressive honesty is my opinion so papa john's has hit a bottom at this point in time when you get shaquille o'neal he is beloved as a spot uh as a, a brand ambassador I, I kind of agree with stifle on this and again i'm not gonna go out and buy papa john's because i think it's the worst pizza on the planet what is that garlic butter thing they deliver is that like straight from like the veins of um corpses because like it's it ain't good wells fargo upgraded Ralph Lauren to market perform, to outperform, saying that the company's prospects for accelerating its growth. If you've ever been to a foreign country, any foreign country, you'll see Ralph Lauren shirts. It's like buying an international national stock. You know what I'm saying? You with me against me. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's show.com.